Welcome to Unlimited Lives, everybody. It is me, TJ, and I have a fun special guest who does all the behind-the-scenes work, who won a contest that he was the only applicant for. I'm Marty, everybody. Patient Zero, the man, the myth, the legend. How are you? <laughs> Slow salute. Hello, gamers. Hello, team. How great is it? Oh, my man? God. This is... What a dream come true. Yeah. I, I'm... I'm podcasting with the voice of a million dead Guidos right now. <laughs> it's amazing. The amount of times I've run over you in the street and that I didn't true. even know it. That oh is my true. God. And if, uh, and if Gotham Knights did any better, you'd be like, Hey, I beat you up in Gotham Knights. <laughs> that poor, that poor I game. Mean, you, th these days I'm kind of pitching one of those goblins in Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm not mad about you not okay. yeah uh so this is yeah this is great man i i think um so you how's know, it going it's going you know it's going as as good as it can be if you're watching this on facebook or youtube or if you do follow the show on tiktok at tj del reno you know you'll notice the uh quality is worse for me uh just because marty was trying to assist me with my camera uh shitting the bed and um you know it's there's nothing there's nothing like there's nothing like being financially strapped and then equipment just shitting the bed it's one of life's great moments so i gotta look into getting a webcam so i can um you know get back because how i said you know it's like it's like when you set up if anyone streams or does stuff how you have your setup you set it up one way and everything works because you've set it up that one way. And then when you have to use a webcam, like I'm in an internet cafe, I have to prop it up on eight books, turn it sideways. The green screen isn't even reaching the whole room. I mean, boy, oh boy. But I digress. The Game Awards 2022, Marty. How did we do? What won Game of the Year? Well, your favorite game, which you professed undying love for, <laughs> Elden Ring, the greatest game of all time, which can do no wrong, has impeccable storytelling by George R. R. Martin, the best, the one and only, the best Souls game, Elden Ring. Elden and of Ring. Of course. Elden Ring. And what did you say? Is it, is it interesting? Yes. Um, I Is said, it, it, I said yeah. it, sh it should have been, I mean, to me, it should have been God of War. I know God of War won a bunch. Also, I think George R. R. Martin needs to just finish his own books before he writes for other things. Mm. You know, he's being such a little, however, however, God of War did make out like a bandit. It did. It did. So, as we know, uh, they got best narrative, Elden Ring didn't, uh, which uh, I think will please a lot of people. Yes, and it pleases me as well, because like I said, I made a TikTok about it, and everyone was just kind of, you know, they're like, oh, just because you're not spoon-fed a story, it doesn't mean there's no story. Duh. And um, I just uh, disagreed. I was like, well, it's just, I want to play a game that has a, a story I could follow, and it felt like you couldn't. So best uh, narrative went to God of War, which is great. Who won Best mm -hmm. Direction? Now, best art, well, best direction was Elden Ring. Uh, we had a little bit of discussion 
about this, didn't we? And mm-hmm. trying to figure out what was it? Is, is it the mocap? Is it the voice acting? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it the art direction? Now, the art direction, yeah, I'm going to say Kaled is definitely a standout area in that game. Uh, it's effectively this big rotting swamp just full of giant blooming flowers, you know, lotus flowers, the, these incredible rock formations from the from the remains of giants. It's this incredible place. But at the same time, the, the rest of the game isn't that inspiring looking. Um, for me, you know, like a veteran Souls player, it was more about the, the challenges, the environment, the equipment you get. Um, but, you know, Souls is about the art direction. So I'm, I'm a, I'm, I am a little bit surprised at that, honestly. Um, but then again, there's a separate category, Best Art Direction, mm-hmm. which also went to Elden Ring. Wow. So, uh, you know what? We really should have paid more attention to the Game Awards this year. <laughs> yes, I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I was saying before, I was a... Uh, I just didn't uh, follow it. So, best score. Who won best score? Now, best score was God of War. Uh, Bear McCreary, of course, legendary composer. Legendary. Uh, oh, yeah, that is his greatest work. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think anything else was going to live up to that. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I mean, although, gotta say, <laughs> It was a foregone conclusion. God of War and Elden Ring were going to snatch practically everything. There's not, there's not been a great deal of competition in terms of AAA. Yes, but you know that kind of leads us kind of. Well, you know, so we're in the game categories, content creator categories, um, practically everything you can think of, even esports. Oh yeah. Although uh, we're not going to. Although we, we did kind of leave that one out, I think, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't care about which which esports team won and who won best coaching. I'm like, I just, I, mm. what, whatever. Um, great. So then, best audio design went to God of War. God of War, very good. Best God of War. Best performance was you said Christopher Judge, uh, also known as T. Alk from Stargate, and you were very shocked that I never really watched a lot of stargate sg1 you were like what and i didn't realize that he was uh that he was in it i didn't realize he was the one that was in it and then we found out um that tc carson was the original voice of kratos and not christopher judge i I mean i think we've got differing opinions on that so personally i'm delighted that christopher judge is the new kratos yeah uh, the the man with the loveliest eyelashes in all of the universe finally gets to be the god of war. Wait, no, Kratos isn't the god of war though, is he? It was Mars. Yes, mm. I think. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he killed it. I mean, the, the the god of war games are awesome. They're one of my favorite. It's my favorite series, uh, almost of all time, besides Bioshock and Fallout. I love God of War. Played them all. Except for Ascension, I only played halfway because that was one that I smashed my controller in the kitchen because it got me so mad. So he, he, you know, he, he's great. Listen, he's not, he's excellent as Kratos. It's, uh, but I was saying before, just this, it's a bummer as a voice actor. 
to know that you're fired without knowing it. You just, you know, you hear a game's coming up, you're like, this is going to be great. Oh, more work. Excellent. And then just no one cares. Celebrities, even though T. Alka, you know, he's not a huge character from Stargate, he's still, you know, if, you know, he's known. And it just sucks when these gaming companies just go with, you know, known actors. Oh, like, let T.C. Carson audition for it. But, you know... I don't know, whatever. Um, so best indie game was Stray, which you never played, except for you said you saw you saw a Peter Griffin <laughs> version of Peter Griffin's. Yeah. So I was kind of looking up um, footage of some of these games. Uh, Sifu as well, which actually seems pretty badass. Uh, and most of the videos I found were these games, but modded. So Stray and practically everything in there was Peter Griffin. Uh, I think in Sifu, everyone was a Muppet, which was <laughs> kind of sold me on it. it it's, it's not as cool without Muppets, I'm telling you. Yeah, I love so, them. I'm a huge Muppet fan here. Love them. Love them. Um, but so, yeah. I, 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 so we had um, best mobile game, Marvel Snap. I'll give it to that. Uh, you you know, you wanted Raid Shadow Legends. You say you hear you see that a lot, which... <laughs> looks like it's more of a you know uh it's more of a diablo turn-based kind of game marvel snaps a card game it's very basic very simple um it was super fun for the first like 40 levels and then when you start fighting people with better cards it becomes pay to play and i think that's where hearthstone fails that's where you know these card games fail which I'm surprised Marvel Snap won for Game of the Year could because it's like, well, is that because of downloads or because of fun? Because like I said, these games just... Once it, you get to a point that you're either against people that play the game so much they have better cards or they buy booster packs with better cards and, you know, you kind of fall... You know, it, it's, like, it's like a hill. It's like, this is so fun, this is so fun! And then it drops down immediately. Uh, who won Best Action Game? Best action game, Bayonetta 3. Interesting. Now that is interesting that Bayonetta 3 won yeah. for best action game. With all the craziness go on, I would think it would have been God of War. Um, so the best adventure game, I know we're reconnecting, that's what the beep is. Uh, best adventure game, God of War. And then best RPG, who was that? Tell me, Marty. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. That, that's a little, I'm going to tell you this. I love Elden Ring, but that is bullshit. <laughs> Actual bullshit. Elden Ring is not an RPG. Elden Ring is an action-adventure game. It, yeah. it, it's sort of a roguelike, in a way, after a fashion. It's not an RPG. Yeah. It's just not. Um, I agree. <sighs> I agree. It is. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking myself out of enjoying Elden Ring. I think, <laughs> I think you're starting to influence me now. Yes, I am. I'm Not good. Really, yeah, I'm starting to really, I'm, I'm influencing you to be like, you're going to play it. You're like, oh, this this sucks. And I'll be like, yeah, it does suck. I played God, the I'm, I'm going to be playing. Well, I played the shit. Like, Sorry, I, I played the shit out of it. Like, I, I, I said last week's episode, I you know, found myself playing it at Ian's house and every morning waking up and playing it for like an hour or two. And it was fun to watch him play. 
and I did not enjoy myself, but it's like once it, it took, you know, four bad fights in a row and I'm like, I just don't know who to fight. It's like, it's like if you, if you, if you mark off the areas that I can go to, but the fact that you show up to an area, you slash at an enemy and you're like, oh, okay, I can't kill this guy. Then you go to a different area. You're like, oh, I can't kill this guy. And then you, so it's like, I like games where every section kind of opens up continuing to, you know, so I know where I can go. I can fight here. This is good. I can fight here. This is good. Uh, but I'm also a baby and I'm bad at video games, which is fun. Uh, best fighting game. It's got to be Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, right, Marty? What is it? Best fighting game was, and I'm really offended at this because I used to be really into my fighting games. Um, one of my friends was an Evo player. Ooh. Multiverse. <laughs> Why? Who, who fucking voted Multiverse? What? Yeah. A load, in fact, quote the angry video game nerd. What's a shitload of fuck? <laughs> right yeah i don't know how multiverse is one we don't have any fighting games street fighter 6 isn't coming out till um i think january we'll we, we could get to like it's just you know i it's crazy that multiverse is one it shows that there is not enough fighting games out there what was your favorite fighting I mean, game what was your fighting the, game of choice uh on a side note i mean guilty gear king of fighters yep yeah fighting games um, but instead, for some reason, Steven Universe versus Ro Johnny Bravo got the award. Yeah. And I, I, it won't have gone on sales because it's not a good, it's not a good game. It's free. No one cares about it. <sighs> it's a free game. It's a play for free. <laughs> no you download it. There's no sales. Tell me. I did download. I did play. I think I played one round of it. It's just, it's not my thing. Mm. I'm a Mortal Kombat. I'm a Street Fighter guy. Those are my games. And, you know, Multiversus is just not. Uh, best sports game. Crazy. Who and uh, who won this? Well, we, this has been uh, discussed recently as well. Gran Turismo, which also got a nomination in Best Sound Effect. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. A um, couple of weeks ago you were making car noises about it and yeah. saying it sounds yeah. really boring but <laughs> um just, how do you make a sound yeah. it's like a racing game who cares yeah you just have a guy make car noises into the microphone that'll do i guess but it probably happened that's crazy but no uh, best strategy game, you were so pissed. Mario and Rabbids, why when yeah, we have Warhammer Total War this year? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, right. Fucking Mario and Rabbids. Yeah. Best strategy game. It's crazy. Warhammer Total War 3 came out this year to critical acclaim, rapturous applause. Mm -hmm. It's great. Everybody loves it. But no, Mario and Rabbids, that a property which is, oh, I don't know, like 15 years old. Yep. No one cares about it. Yep. I, yeah, I think we're being trolled. <laughs> I really think we're being trolled at this point. Well, uh, that, that's think, just offensive. I also think we're being trolled when best multiplayer went to Splatoon 3. I don't know. It's pretty fun. 
I mean, it is, but I didn't, even know, I, didn't even, I didn't even know the third one came out. You're, you're competing against Call of Duty Modern Warfare? I would give it to Overwatch 2, but they shit the bed on their launch, and the, I'll never forgive them for that. Uh, well, they, they shit the bed on a lot of things there, didn't they? Yeah, it's crazy. Content creator mm, of the year mm. went to Ludwig. <laughs> Who's he? I don't yeah, know. yeah. Who, who is Ludwig? Really? Who? Uh, I've never heard of that guy. It's just you know, like there's there's all these worlds I want to be a part of. I don't want to be a content creator, even though I kind of fell into it, and I'm not good at it by far. I love podcasting, but I'm not good at it unless I'm, unless the circumstances are correct. I'm not good at gaming, so I can't be an esports player. But I love playing video games. It's just it's crazy. So it's like I would I would be able to tell you who Ludwig is, but who knows? Because like you know, I mean, I would think Mr. Beast would have won. He's the only person I kind of know who he is. But um, not really sure what he does either. Mr. Beast, I don't know. He does like huge, weird viral videos. Like he, he has enough followers and does enough weirdness that you know. Like, like there's an listen. There's a talent and there's an art to this. So I'm not gonna say they're not talented because there is a talent to like how to make these videos and what to do and what works. But you know, I don't think so. And then finally, most anticipated game was a category. The Legend of Zelda, yeah. of the Kingdom. <laughs> There's almost no information on this. So, I think, what was it, a 30-second trailer with no gameplay in it, um, a bunch of people chimped out about it. Yeah. And now it's most anticipated game. I mean... It's crazy. It's they, they could do better than that. They could do better, and it's crazy. So that was the game awards. How fun you! Uh, there was a lot of categories that you were very shocked by, and so was I. Again, mm. can't wait till next year. Just kidding. I can. I never care. I never care about this stuff. I don't know. Maybe we should do our own game awards next year. We should year. do How our own game that? awards. We should do. We did it once. Unlimited Lives TV did it once with my friend Joe, and it was really fun when we were doing stuff at the Microsoft Studio in Manhattan. It was really fun. So let's see. Let's jump on Street Fighter Six. accidentally confirmed for June 2023. Marty, mm-hmm. what happened? Well... Uh, there was a early PlayStation Store uh, listing which leaked the uh, release date ahead of any other press release, including the Game Awards. Wow. Whoops. Oh, whoops. Uh, that's quite embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, caught with your release pants down. Yeah, um, I believe it's the 2nd of June. Don't quote me on that, though. Yeah. And they're probably going to shuffle it now. Okay. Uh, but you know what? I don't know about you, but I can't wait to finally be able to make Mr. Bean and Shrek <laughs> yeah. on that character creator. Because right now, with the closed beta, you can only make one. And I mean, it's so hard to choose. Are you Shrek? Are you Mr. Bean? Exactly. Are you a man with a giant torso yeah. and tiny little legs? Who do you want to be? I don't know. I am. Uh, did you like Street Fighter Five? No. Yep. Uh, big fan of Street Fighter Four. Incredible games. Spent a lot of time on that. Played it with my friends a lot. It was 
I had some some success online playing that. Uh, I put so much time into it. Um, had the ultra arcade edition. Everything was unlocked. Yeah, it was great. And then we got Street Fighter Five, and it you know it followed in the wake of you know how Killer Instinct. You had to pay for all the different characters yep. that you wanted and all the stages. Yeah. It went with that. The initial release was an arcade mode with a few a few guys, and you basically couldn't do anything. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, it was so, bad. And there was also uh, I was trying. Mm. I mean, I talked about this on the podcast before, and I'll just touch on it real fast. Me and uh, Jeff and Brian, you know, who does Jeff Cerulli, who does the podcast, bunch of Brian McGinnis from Playable Characters Podcast, and the Videoizers. Um, you know, we tried playing Street Fighter Five. We downloaded it, and there, I mean, there was like 25 pages of acknowledgments and contracts, and you have to create a battle pass, and then you have to down and confirm your. E- it was like confirm your email, and it's just we. And then finally, oh then finally, when we got in. It was like six characters. And it just sucked. And then ever the, the controls were the super moves were annoying as always. And I didn't know what the Evo XA meter was and the XA Evo meter was. And it just was, you know, Street Fighter Four was great. It was very simple. You had your, you know, super move, and then you charge up and do it. Or I think the, you know, the half super move you could do like a powered up move. And I was like, great. But when they started getting like EX Evo meters or whatever, I was like, I, I don't care. So. We'll see. I mean, I, what are you going to play it on when you if you get Street Fighter Six? What are you playing a PC? Uh, I mean, if they release it on PS4, then maybe just maybe I'll play it. If I'll definitely maybe play it because it's Street Fighter. But you know, I'm still pretty cynical about PS5. Um, I think 99% of the games are PS4 reskins. So we're just, we're gonna have to see. Yeah, I think um, you know if you're in the market for a new console, PS5 is great. I think Xbox did a lot of reskins. I think I think uh, PlayStation has a bit. You know, you like God of War can't run on PS4. I don't think. Right? I don't think so. Um, but yeah, if you're looking into well, a console, I, like- I mean, am I wrong? I, I I thought I didn't think it was for. I didn't think God of War. Ragnarok. I didn't think it was for PS4. Am I wrong? Let's see. Um, oh, out now on PS4 and PS5. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. It is. All right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess. I, I mean, unless you wait for PS6, but who knows when that's going to be? You know, in <laughs> ten years, fifteen years. Who knows? Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, there's been a lot of talk for years of will this be the last console generation? Are they going to just start doing hardware upgrades? Yeah. Now, oh, I, I don't think so, only because they want to keep making money. Yes. Yeah, that's an easy way to make money. You know what I think would... The only thing I could think about... I'll tell you what would make this the last... <sighs> but how do you do it? Um, cloud gaming, to me, would make consoles obsolete. I don't know. Here's the thing, and I don't know if you know this. Is cloud gaming less powerful than an than a souped up PC at home? I don't know. Do, would you know the answer to that? I mean, we could speculate that it is less powerful because it's relying on hardware that isn't in your home. Okay. 
Uh, and you, it's hard to say, isn't it? Right? Isn't that that's a good question? Right? Because it's like, it's really really hard to say. Yeah, like because you're right about like number one. Let's say let's say you're streaming with the best internet. So let's say internet is not a factor. Let's say you have not a T1 line. I think T1 is probably uh, an old, an old uh, I'm showing my AOL years. Um, but let's say you have fiber. Um, you, have, yeah. you have fiber optic in your house, which is like, I think we, I think we have fiber in this film. Let's say you have a house. Let's say you have a dedicated Verizon from the pole. Fiber run to your house uh, like they do. Nothing wrong. Plugged right into your but how would you cloud game? See, this is what I, this is what I always wonder because is the like I have a MacBook Pro, so if I cloud game on my MacBook Pro, I would imagine I'm at the mercy of my MacBook Pro's video card, or am I at the mercy of the of the web browser's resolution? I don't know because that um, you know the that new fold out smartphone, yeah. Uh, that's pretty sophisticated. You can stream games on that. Uh, my friend Dan has one of those phones, and it and it runs XCOM two mm-hmm. and various other stuff. Obviously, that's last gen. Yeah, uh, but it, it it streams it, which is really really cool. So, well, that that suggests maybe it doesn't quite have the uh, power to run a PS five game. Or um, the Series S game, I guess. If maybe, it's running right? a 360 yeah. game. I mean, maybe now. Because it, it's also like, when you look at something like um, Google Stadia, right? Which, you know, had a sh- very short-lived shelf life. But it was interesting that I had a Chromecast Ultra, which is a 4K Ultra Chromecast. And, you know, I just hooked that into the TV. And as long as the TV was a 4K TV... I would imagine I was able to stream a game at 4K, I guess. I don't know. I think cloud gaming is the way to go, but I do think that's a valid point of will games will games have a will they hit a ceiling that PC games can bypass and that future consoles can also break that ceiling. Because as well just you to know, say, I, just, I can't even- what so I was having a discussion about this at work today. Um, I think in terms, unless you've got a lot of money, and I mean a lot, uh, most devs have hit the ceiling now huh. uh, in terms of what they can do with technology. Um, easy. Um, think about the previous generation. There's a lot of devs that didn't even get the most out of that technology uh, because they didn't have the money. Uh, the biggest devs around are always going to find ways to exploit the new technology. Um, but when you look at it, a lot of popular stuff that comes out is it's, it's pretty antiquated looking, isn't it? Um, Spray, Sifu, they're actually quite simple games in terms of technology. Um, they really are. So I, I think even if there was better tech, um, a lot of devs aren't necessarily going to even make use of it. So it kind of puts into question if you're doing cloud gaming, uh, maybe those simpler games would actually be fine on something like that. Yeah. But the games of like, when you want to play, you know, I also, I'm also aware that when the PlayStation five was released and the Xbox series S X, whatever was released, they already were four years obsolete 
via PC gaming. It takes these, you know, because they're building the console at the time with the what we have at the time. And if the console is in production for four years, the equipment is four years old. Does it do the trick? Absolutely. But I think with cloud gaming, I don't know. I think cloud gaming is the way to go. But I do think, like I said, I, I would imagine it's it that, you know, if they're hitting a ceiling with the PS5, you know, with cloud gaming, I don't know where they're going to go with it. So I think there'll always be consoles for a little while longer until there's, until Sony can sell like their own version of a Chromecast or Xbox has their own version of a thing. Possibly. I don't know. When I played cyberpunk 2077, I played it on stadia on a, a, a 60 FPS monitor. I think that's next to me right here. And I had it on PlayStation two as well. And it looked I guess it looked a little better on Stadia, but uh, I don't know. I also don't know if it would have looked better on a PC that was souped up versus just the monitor. So uh, we'll see. Um, moving on, I want to definitely get to this. I think this has been an hour doc for a while. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing until finally it is. So fill me in on this whole EA deleted all porno from The Sims 4 public gallery during a recent update because this is fascinating well do i have a story for you oh weave i've that been tail. sitting on this one yes oh so ea did indeed delete all of the porno from the public galleries on sims 4 uh, I believe it's known as the profanity filter update and it removes uh Anything that's disagreeable, endangers children, or might be considered vulgar or offensive. Yeah. Yeah, and what we do know is that gallery is probably completely empty right now because the only thing getting uploaded there is porn, Sims porn. <laughs> From uh, people who can't play Second Life anymore. That's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, uh, I believe... Yeah, so, um, so this is what a rep from The Sims developer Maxis says. We are aware of and have seen some selected instances of wholly unacceptable content that has been uploaded to The Sims 4 gallery. Our team has reviewed and made critical updates to the profanity filter to help prevent this from happening again in the future. We are grateful for the community's vigilance in helping us identify these inappropriate uploads so we can maintain a safe, creative environment for our players. We will continue to do our part quickly, taking down objectionable content that surfaces identifying and removing repeat offenders and regularly reviewing profanity filter in case any updates need to be made. They did the right thing. Of course, um, yeah. As you may or may not know, uh, there was a bit of an infamous bug in Sims 4, uh, which became somebody's fetish, obviously, because this is the internet. Uh, so I think Maxis decided to remove sexual orientation from Sims. Hmm. Fine, whatever. However, they decided to remove it from all characters. Uh, and then there was a bug which led to small children being able to age rapidly into adults. 
And uh, they decided that when they uh, took sexual orientation out, they were going to put incest in there. <laughs> so that, that, that public gallery is full of incest, is what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Small babies who transformed into waifus after a week of gameplay. <laughs> no, no, it's... You know, and then, and then got stuck in a washing machine. Uh, and the, oh. That's my favorite category of pornography is someone stuck in under a bed in a washing machine. Not even, it's not mm. even my favorite, Marty, to masturbate. It's my favorite in the fact that it is so cartoonishly stupid. And I don't understand because realistically, and I've said, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I've said it to Ian because we've, we've talked about this doing a road trip and we started laughing about Pornhub categories. And when we talked about the ones where it's like my stepmom's caught in a dishwasher or someone's caught in a door or under the sink or under a table or under a, uh, uh, or under a bed, you are watching a person take advantage sexually of a mentally ill person because technically if you're stuck in a washing machine or stuck in a door that you could easily get out of you have issues you have spatial awareness you're there's something wrong with your brain and it's so funny that it became such a huge weird category oh so funny great reference so i mean it is it is basically sims porn is what you're saying. <laughs> I like that someone, uh, when uh, EA, they're like, well, what? Oh, what? Like some <laughs> perverted guy's like, EA, what? Give, just give me an example. And EA's like, nah, 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 don't worry about it. Some guy's like, no, come on, come on. <laughs> just give just what, probably what is best it? not to know. Yeah. Well, can you tell mm. us what it is? Like, tell us slowly. What, what is it? Slow down. <laughs> Oh, so great. I mean, uh, there's been plenty of things uh, concerning parents about internet gaming recently, haven't there? There is. So it seems that um, mm. we also found a great story that Fortnite developers Epic being sued again. Now they're being sued by parents for destroying their kids' lives. What is this about, man? Yeah, so, uh, and again, uh, the older I get, the more on board I am, I am with this. Uh, concerned parents in Quebec uh, are suing Epic for destroying their children's lives. Wow. <clears throat> so uh, there is a class action lawsuit uh, from parents in Quebec against Epic. Uh so the parents have criticized the game being addictive. Uh, they say that the game has caused psychological and physical problems. Um, it's added, caused um, financial issues. Although I, I don't imagine 10-year-olds being that wealthy. Yeah, it's really it's really mm. not. And also, if, uh, if they settle in court, will Epic just give them V-Bucks? <laughs> oh my god yeah they'll probably just give them extra dances and skins yeah, or yeah. something yeah. you know because they're so addicted to Fortnite um, you know here's Spider-Man you can be Spider-Man now you know case closed yep yeah, seriously though I, I 
It is a weird... Um, those families are seeking damages. Yeah, the families are seeking damages, and then Epic has uh, Epic has 30 days from December 12th to appeal the case before it goes to trial. Um, the lawsuit outlines that some of the children spent hundreds of dollars on DLC without their parents' consent, wasted thousands of hours playing the game, to the detriment of real-world social interaction, hygiene, and sleeping. I mean, that's a gamer, Marty. Gamers don't don't deal with hygiene, sleeping, and social interactions. No, it does smack of mother's basement a little bit. Not going to lie. Yes, of course it does. And, um, <laughs> you know, I think the, um, thing, the thing with Fortnite, and, and I do, I play it now. I, I don't play it a ton. You know, the advantage to Fortnite is if you don't play it for a while or don't spend any money, you are fine. So you can get away with not playing. You could get away with playing the game once a month. The only thing you're going to be, you know, the only thing you'll miss out on is, I don't know, you know, just, oh, this, you might miss out on certain guns that come out certain seasons. But the, everything that you spend money on is straight up cosmetic, now, of course, the little kids, I get it. They don't understand the concept of you don't need to pay this. You know, you need to play this money. But, you know, I think the I think uh, a bunch of kids were asked in a poll that uh, the top two occupations that kids strive for these days is a doctor was one and an inf- social media influencer slash gaming streamer was two. I know. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. So we're, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're getting there, you know? Uh, but I think like, I don't know. I mean, it, it's also the, it's also, it also, I don't know if the parents have anything. I don't know if the parents really have any leg to stand on because as a parent, I'm not a parent yet. Uh, Marty, do you have kids or no? No, although I'm terrified at the idea of raising kids who want to be influencers. Me too. And it's, it's you know, it, it's a thing of like, this is also on the parents because the parents are the ones that control the money, even though they, they their cards are being stolen. Like, that's terrible. But the parents are also the ones in charge of, you can cut the internet from your kid's room. If there's no online, they can't play. You should, you know, get mm. your kids to do activities outside. Take care of your children. When I was a young kid and we didn't have, you know, we didn't have Fortnite, but we had, you know, Nintendo and whatever. I got yelled at tons of times that my mom was like, go outside. She would come in the room and go turn this off, go outside. And if you are lazy, you know, I think that this is a, this breeds of lazy parenting, because if you're a lazy parent, you're not going to pay attention to your kid when they come home from school for five, six, seven hours. And then when you find out they were playing Fortnite for, for five of those seven hours, you can't go, well, you have to parent your kids. You have to be like, when they come home, you know, Hey, you can play Fortnite for an hour. Then you have to go outside. So So this is, that's Epic's appeal. Right there. So Epic have 30 days from the 12th of December uh, to appeal this. One of their arguments being that they have a lot of different parental controls on the game uh, where you can limit exposure to the game, uh, you can turn transactions off, etc. You can monitor how many hours your children are playing. On the flip side of that, 
there is nothing to indicate that there is any sort of educational material for parents to be aware of it. Yes. Uh, you know, we, we've had these controversies in other ways before uh, in in Great Britain, for example. Um, a lot of games have film classifications. So if it's effectively an adults-only game, it often still gets into the hands of children because parents just buy it. Yes. And video game shops were the ones getting fined for this. Um, whereas, it, I'm not going to say bad parenting, I'm going to say lazy parenting yeah. like you did. Lazy parenting is fine. Because, um, again, and this is going to make me sound like a very boring middle-aged man, <laughs> I don't think small children should be playing Mortal Kombat or GTA. I agree. They shouldn't. Um, at the same time, I don't think video games make people violent. Yeah. But, mm, you know, um, it, it, it's a complicated one. I feel bad for the families. Um, I feel very heartbroken about these children. Yeah. But um, this this isn't the first time this has happened. No. Uh, this has happened for decades. It's not going to be the last time this happens. Um I kind of want Epic to be made an example of a little bit, but I, I, I think they'll probably be fine. They'll be fine. They're also so. going to. I think they're also going to win in court just for the fact that they have all the things there to do it. And I would imagine if you Google Fortnite parental restrictions, I would imagine you'd find a ton of videos and things out there. But I think it does come back to. I think it is. It's a lazy parenting of just like. They, you know, you're not paying attention to your kids and then, you know, you're letting, you know, TV and video games raise and babysit your children. And then when you're not watching and things going on, you're trying to pass the buck to someone else. Like, well, it's not my fault that I didn't make an addicting video game. And it's like, no, you didn't. But you can also, it also doesn't help that Fortnite is free, to be very honest with you. If Fortnite was a no. dollar or five bucks, you would the kids would have to do that first step into, you know, accessing the game, and also just it's just how for it's it's how gaming is, and they're always there's gonna it, there'll always be a Fortnite. There's Roblox, there's Minecraft, there's always gonna be something, and I think you you know as a parent, I mean, um, there's uh, Overwatch two as well. Yeah, yeah, if it, yeah, you've overwatched too. You have, I mean, you have, it'll always be there. But it is a good question of, you know, the time comes when I want to have kids. It is that question of, you know, do, will, how old will they be when I let them watch me play video games that are appropriate, obviously? How old are they going to be when I allow them to play Mario and whatever, you know? I have to see if I keep my money where my mouth is when I have like a, you know, a nine year old kid. Am I going to be a lazy parent and being like, Oh, I didn't know. Oh, why are you playing your know, Fortnite for season 400? And it's like, you know, and then my kid's stealing my wallet for V bucks. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm, uh, I've, um, I don't know if if I if I started a family. I don't know if I would want my kids to, to play video games full stop. I don't know if that's a sort of cruelty to children thing. Yeah, yeah, maybe it is. I mean, w would I have survived childhood without Sonic the Hedgehog? 
Yeah. Maybe yes, but do I want to find out what life would have been like without Son of the Hedgehog? No. Yeah. I do a, not. That's a great point. Uh, and on that note, Marty, what a fun show to have you on, man. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for all the work you always do. This was wonderful. Uh, I can't wait to have you on again, which is great. And uh, we'll either do you know, this same version through the phone or, you know, we'll see how, how we get it working. But, uh, this was definitely fun, man. I really appreciate you doing this. Yeah, sure. Uh, hopefully, uh, we will have sold our technical issues. Uh, and again, for listeners who were watching or listening live, I would like to profusely apologize about that. Um, we, we, we were, we had a bit of an adventure prior to uh, recording, didn't we? It so. really, it really was a fun road. Uh, Marty, is there anything you want to plug? Do you have a Twitch channel or Twitter? Anything you want to plug or you just want to say private, whatever you want. Oh, I am remarkably boring on the internet. I mean, I don't know. I think people in the group know where to buy me. You can send me a friend request if you want. I write a lot of really, really crappy haikus. <laughs> uh, what about body shaming a dead goose at the moment? That's my. I'm really proud of that one. <laughs> uh, you could come and find me, guys. Great. That's awesome. You can find Marty and you can find me at TJ Del Reno on TikTok and all social media, Twitter, Instagram. Follow the podcast Unlimited SXM on Twitter and Unlimited Lives on iTunes. Tell your friends, tell your family. Um, have a well, holidays. Oh, we'll definitely have an episode before. Oh, we definitely will. Well, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you, Marty, again. We'll catch you guys later. See ya.